재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 To the hospital be judged because today for pardon my English we're looking at some medical expressions Well yeah I think uh, June is also the time where lots of people get sick because it's that uh, you know that shift of spring into summer and although it does get warm and although it is still warm there still are huge temperature gaps 10 degrees 15 degrees between the mornings and the afternoons and it's like It's the perfect condition to get a cold, but it's also the perfect condition to go outside and enjoy the weather. Oh, yes, but hey, this is not medical tidbits. It's, pardon my English, so we're, right. we're going to give you some expressions <laughs> all about being under the weather being our first one. Feeling unwell or being in low spirits. Now, I'm pretty sure this is a, a phrase that we are all accustomed to. We've right. heard it before. Sure. So, for example, we can say, you know, she just got back from her vacation, but she returned feeling a bit under the weather because she had a sore throat, a runny nose, and a fever as well. Yeah, or I'm, I'm feeling a bit under the weather, of I think I'm getting a cold. Oh, no. <laughs> but taking a look at the origin, the idiom under the weather, meaning feeling ill, comes from the language of sailors. Really? Yeah. So on the high seas, when the wind would start to blow hard in one direction and the water became super rough, the crewmen and the travelers feeling seasick would go below deck and down to their cabins in order to ride out the storm. In this way, they literally retreat to a location under the weather. I see. Right? So the term we use today has been shortened. Uh, Originally, the idiom was under the weather bow, uh, which is the side... Is it the bow or the bow? The bow. Is it? I think so, yes. Okay, got it right the first time. Congratulations. Sure never went back. No, didn't need to ask. Ah, man. Which is the side of the ship uh, from which the bad weather was coming. Uh, Yes. So now we know. Under the weather, fascinating. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) <clears throat> Excuse me, I've my got a frog in my throat. Goodness! Oh no, I'm I'm just joking. But but yes, have you ever had a frog in your throat? And it seems like a bit like oh, yeah. Well, you can't you can't <laughs> quite get out the words. It's like there's an itch or a tickle or, or something stuck in there to be unable to speak clearly because your throat feels dry or blocked. So. For example, please excuse my voice. I have a frog in my throat. Yeah, we're in the interview. I got a frog in my throat and had to cough many times before I could answer the questions. They thought I was buying time and because I didn't know the answers. But, like, literally, I had a frog in my... Not literally. But. Well, actually, when you look at the origin, <gasps> some people thought it was literally. Strange as it may sound, a long time ago, people believed that when you had difficulty speaking, it was because there really was a literal frog in your throat. Uh, You know, back in the old days, we didn't have taps. We didn't have clean water. You got the water wherever you could from ponds and streams. And there was this fear that went around that you might swallow a frog or swallow uh, frog spawn, frog's eggs. And it was believed that when the eggs hatched, they would cause this dry choking feeling in the back of the throat. And there was some... Well, unqualified travelling doctors, you know, we call them quacks these days, travelling with assistants who would pretend to have frogs in their throats. And uh, the uh, the doctor would give medicine to the assistant who would then to cough up a live frog <gasps> and be cured. It's like a magic trick they would perform. <laughs> exactly, to make money, you know. It's, my goodness. So, so actually to have a frog in my throat actually does come from having a literal frog in your throat or at least thinking you did. Yeah, well, sometimes you feel a bit... Is it croaky? Can, yeah, can sure. you say that? Uh, yeah, but maybe you're just having a, a little uh, frog in your throat. Maybe you need a little cough and you'll be fine. You'll be fit as a fiddle. Very fit and well. A very healthy person, in fact. Sure. For example, my grandfather is 87 years old, but he is as fit as a fiddle. Or a few years back, uh, he was as fit as a fiddle, but long work hours and little sleep has kind of wrecked his body. 
kind of unfortunate, but, uh, you know. That's, that's the way it goes. That's so life. where does it come from? Well, fiddles uh, typically refer to the stringed musical instrument, kind of like the violin, you know. And as with most musical instruments, violins uh, and fiddles require frequent cleaning, maintenance, tuning, and all of that to remain in good condition. For example, uh, the violin strings must be replaced if they're, if they're broken uh, and the bridge should be positioned properly for optimal sound output and also to prevent dust buildup the violin needs to be cleaned every so often this all contributes to the instrument's health and keeps the instrument in a let's say playable condition okay. listenable condition sure and one might even uh, describe the violin as being healthy nor fit okay being fit as a fiddle thus because musical tools are often kept in a safe or in a state of good health a person's health began being directly compared with that of their instruments a person could be in fit condition just like their violin just like their fiddle okay so if you're fit as a fiddle it's fit as your own fiddle really mm-hmm. there we go and uh, well the final one for today an apple a day keeps the doctor away a phrase i heard a lot when i was growing up and the idea is that eating an apple every day can keep you healthy yes right so for example we can say um well dad i don't like apple well son take one with you anyway an apple a day keeps the doctor away or i always have an apple in my packed lunch an apple a day keeps the doctor away uh, yes and in fact that's not actually the full phrase or at least not what it originally was. What? comes from Wales in the 1860s, and it was, eat an apple on going to bed, and you'll keep the doctor from earning his bread. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, um, but then by the 20th century, by the start of the 20th century, it was an apple a day, no doctor to pay. Mm. And then 1922, we get what we say today, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So it's a, it's a relatively new expression, even though eating apples certainly is something we've been doing to stay healthy for thousands of years. That's cool, but if you do want to sound schmartz, from the 1800s, you can say and eat an apple on going to bed and you'll keep the doctor from murdering his bread. Poor doctor. I know. He needs some money too. Absolutely. It's the end of part three. We'll leave you with UFO. Doctor, doctor.